Forgive us, Father, for we are about to sin and be very naughty boys. Uh, so yeah. I don't know if I told y'all this, but when we were at no, um, you, yeah, you told us, you already told us that uh, at the at the wedding. Oh, I was just kidding. I don't know if you had or not. I was just being You're an a asshole. Bitch. I fucking hate you. Okay, so you were at the wedding. So we were. Remember, we were in the. We shared a hotel. And, oh, uh, with uh, with with Jose and, or is this a different? No, one? this is you, me, and Jeff. Oh, yeah. Oh, that. that story. Okay, go ahead. And carry we on. were um, we had like done like the quote unquote bachelor party. Um, right. <laughs> I remember parts. Um. We had got, you know, we had gotten really drunk, like yeah. really drunk. I mean, I'm going to put it, I'm going to probably put, because I knew I didn't have to, since I knew we had gotten an Uber and stuff, I was like, I'm going to fucking let loose. I'm just, <laughs> just going to drink. I'm going to drink like it's drunk. my last Brandon night alive. And if uh... I drop dead, it, you know. We got the type of drunk where Brandon decided to be the designated driver the next night. Yes, that is absolutely a hundred percent accurate. I was so, uh, but I got to the drunk where I was like, I don't really need to drink anymore (laughs) (laughs) while I'm here. (laughs) Um, We got the type of drunk where Mark forgot his booze. Oh my yeah. god! No, I forgot my (laughs) I forgot the booze at the wedding. It wasn't the bachelor. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, I know. Anyways, so um, we get, you know, it was one of those, I was like, I don't remember the car ride home, but I remember Jeff talking to the driver, trying to act like none, like, because Jeff, Jeff, I'll say you're, you're what I call like a high functioning alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse you. I, I would say medium functioning. Yes, no, you're no, an no. alcoholic, but you I function properly. No, but like not in like the sense where you're like a oh man, Jeff's an alcoholic. It's just like your <laughs> like your frat days just to be like, hey, I know how to turn it on that even if I'm hammered, if I'm talking, I don't people don't necessarily <laughs> know. So a a quick caveat here. Yeah. Yes. There was a time when I was the oldest guy in the house, which meant whenever we had a party get busted, I had to talk to the cops. Right. Oh. So oh, you yeah, know how to you've learned this trick and you know how to turn it on <laughs> to be able to um I'm just like leaned up against the window and I'm like, I just want to go to fucking sleep. I am not gonna lie to you. I thought that most of that car ride was a fever dream. Well, you know why you thought that? Because the crazy woman was going 20 miles under the fucking speed limit. So the 15-minute drive took 40 fucking minutes. That's awful. It was terrible. She was going so slow. I'm like, I'm going to go to sleep. It was like she was afraid if she drove faster, COVID could catch her. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was – I remember that part of the conversation about her just being like – 
Oh god, uh, I remember too, and well, I was like, and he, that's place. the thing. The reason I kept talking to this woman non-fucking stop, which was so exhausting, was because. So this was last June. No, August. Last August, and the thing is, Illinois, at the time, was doing well COVID-wise. Still but, in lockdown, like Jeff was like, "Don't yeah. tell anybody where you're from." Well, to the point where this lady. She found out where we were from, and I was like, she's going to kick us out of the fucking ca- uh, car. So I just kept, I literally, for 40 minutes, did not stop speaking to her because I was worried if I did, she was going to kick us the fuck out. And I'm worried, 90% sure that she thought you were trying to pick her up. I mean, that was like 10% of why I was doing it. But anyway, uh, and the thing is key, if she kicked us out, we were literally in the middle of farmland. Like, Yeah, we, we were fucking out. in cornfields. It was yeah. scurry. Um, but so anyways... I wake up with, like, probably one of the worst hangovers I had ever had, and... Oh, this is the day of the wedding. Is this day of the wedding? The next morning you woke up was day one of the... was the day of the wedding. (laughs) No, we had had another day before the wedding. That's right. Did, oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, I woke up the next morning feeling fine, and you guys were all were both just fucking passed out. So I went to the comic book store for like like two and a half hours while I waited for you yeah, guys to you wake did. up. Also, you didn't drink nearly as much as I did. Right? No, I never do, bud. Yeah, you never do because you're responsible. Yeah, I wouldn't um, say that. Well, also, I mean, also at the same time, I had as much as I had because one, I knew like we, we're, you know. No one's driving in our group, like yeah. at all. Um, but so I wake up, and like Jeff is still just like in that drunk morning, like coming in and out of sleep, but like still as soon like you know just I'm like Jeff, I'm going to take a shower. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, totally fine. Uh, and then just out, yes, and then I, I get. I get into the shower and I'm like, all right, come on, pull it together, man. Like you've dealt with hangovers before. This ain't nothing. And then I get into the shower and immediately I started like, you know what? I'm just going to sit just, and I just, <laughs> I just sat on the floor of the tub and just let the water like wash over me for like a good 45 minutes. Just, just trying to like come to and like get over the throbbing headache that I yeah. was dealing with. And then yeah. Mark comes in, and like I hear Mark come in, and he's like Brandon, are you in? Are you in the? Are you in the shower? And I was like, sort of. <laughs> okay don't act like i came in being all loud i was being respectful you were but you like knocked to talk loud enough over the shower (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck yeah i remember that morning you guys were you guys would have been the wrong move because then mark would have gotten to see you naked and he still would have won wouldn't have been the first time it wouldn't have been the first time at all but um yeah, you guys were fucking dead to the world till like three o'clock that afternoon. We well, no, no, no. We came too because we went and got hot dogs, and that was I remember perfect, that. That was the perfect way to get over a goddamn hangover with those fucking hot dogs. We got hot dogs, and then we got comics, and then we got pizza. Um, 
Oh, so, yeah, and then that pizza made Mark and I sick. God. You got, you got stuffed crust pizza. What was, it was the bacon, right? The bacon wasn't cooked before they put it in the pizza. Uh, yeah. And it, so the juice is into it was so pizza. bad. So the thing is, it wasn't on top, so the bacon didn't cook properly. Right. right. Which we now know, like for next Which time. I'm like, we... if you're gonna, but here's the thing. Like, people, you guys are like, oh, well, you shouldn't have gotten bacon. Why the fuck are you offering it as a goddamn option if oh, you're no, not going to no. cook I it right? I wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, honestly, the thing that I'm annoyed about with uh, Giordano's is we also should have gotten a thin crust because their thin crust is still pretty thick and it's delicious. Why? Why did you guys take us there? Because then, Chicago style pizza, right? So why am I not going to order a Chicago? I'm not going to get a fucking thin crust version. Like I want a full on. No, no. What I'm saying is I miss that type of thin crust pizza. Mm. I've been lately really craving Chicago style thin crust. I've been just craving Chicago style Twinks. <laughs> okay, Mark, I can't describe just how much. I would love to take you to Boys Town. Okay. Let's do it. You'd have so much fun. Let's go. Let's go right now. Do you, do you guys remember on. Wayne's World 2? No, I never saw either of the Wayne's Worlds. Like what the Wayne's fuck World. is wrong with you? Well, I know what we need to do. Just yep. add it to the list of movies we got to watch. Mark, there's a scene where they're performing surveillance on someone. So they're all dressed as different like people. Like one guy is a cop and one guy is like a biker. So it looks like, like the it looks like the village guys. people. Well, they get they get caught, so they run and they duck into a bar. And the first bar they duck into was an actual Boys Town bar called the Manhole. Oh my God! There's a bar oh. called the Manhole. And they, <laughs> there was. It's no longer open. I um, wish they had a, a bar called the the Troll Toll. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they get found on stage and a guy pulls out a record and puts on uh ymca and the village people which is hilarious what did oh, so trump weird. walk in then well, i heard my theme song what what trump would walk out on stage to fucking ymca and macho man all the time is it because it was the last macho person that man. wasn't uh sending him cease and desist orders i mean I, I, I mean, clearly not, because they continued to play it at his goddamn rallies. So, yeah, so they didn't send him a cease and desist. I love that so many, that he just, like, didn't realize he's so hated that so many people would be like, no, you are absolutely not allowed to use our music. Yeah, but look, look, let's be realistic, though. Yes, he's hated by a lot, but he's also liked by a lot. But not musicians, typically. No, not musicians. Exactly. Well, musicians don't typically tend to... Well, at least not musicians that are making music like Macho Man are not typically uh, Republicans. Non-Kid Rock musicians don't tend to be hardcore conservatives. I like Kid Rock. Well, that is... I loved him. I loved him in Joe Dirt. He was in Joe Dirt? Yeah, he was uh, he was the hot chick's douchebag boyfriend. Yeah, uh, was the so, hot chick in Joe Dirt the hot chick in Club Dread? I don't know. I've never seen Club Dread. I do know that she was uh, the the uh, 
the tranny from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yep, that's her then. So, uh, real quick, I don't, I, I hate derailing the conversation. You guys know, uh, I got the uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World video game. Oh my god, I'm excited for that. And it's four player. Yeah, and yep. it's like old school arcade style. Yeah. So here's the thing: is is um, a lot of the enemies look like fit like YouTubers. Like there's one that looks like fucking JonTron, and there's one that looks like Markiplier. And I am just uh, having the time of my life beating the shit out of JonTron and Markiplier. I gotta say, by the way, I think that the Scott Pilgrim movie is the most comic accurate movie ever made. No. What do you think but is it's more? Cool. The losers. Uh, Man, I can't remember well, the last time I read the Mr. Chris Evans, aka Captain America, being in there, which is always going to be so. Well, he was hey, also hey. in Scott Pilgrim. I was say. No, no, I know. That's why I love it, dude. Chris all right, Evans. In all honesty, in all honesty, the most comic book accurate movie that we've gotten is Watchmen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's actually apart true. from the shift of it not being an alien, I mean, it's pretty much. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll give you that. I didn't like it very much, though. I just watched it the other day like with Chris Banks, and I, f- I fucking love it. The Scott Pilgrim movie came out before the comic book uh, actually ended. That's why. The- well, they were finishing it. I mean that's that's pretty common though. Like, there's plenty of like TV series based off of mangas that end up, you know, getting uh, made Bleach for so many ridiculous fucking uh, storylines. And unfortunately, because of those, the fans lost interest and they didn't get to finish. And from what I heard, the manga gets to, uh, it gets way cooler. Well, it's like what like that's part of the reason that Dragon Ball Z has so many fucking filler arcs is because like. They were they were they caught up with the the manga within like the first season. Oh yeah. Dude, like to the point where like they were getting things wrong, like okay, Super Saiyans weren't supposed to be blonde. Right. They just didn't right. have a hair. You know the Super they, Saiyans from Dragon Ball Z, right? Y- yes. So um yeah, they just the only reason that they made it blonde was because Akira Toriyama didn't have a hair color put in place he just didn't want it to be black anymore and it was just easier for them to uh animate blonde yeah i think they kind of showed that in uh one of the one of the movies called uh lord slug i think lord when, slug they had a they did a a, a kind of a false. reference to it yeah but like it was a- it was the false super saiyan like it was still so he had like the the huge power boost but his hair was still black um and considering that most of the movies are non-canon, it was like, everyone was like, oh, this is so dumb. But I don't know. I liked Lord Slug well enough. Um, so, Jeff, to go, uh, Jeff, you had asked, like, which, oh, about Scott Pilgrim being the most comic book accurate. The reason why I say that's not is because the comic series is so long. Like, I mean, the books are thick. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've And there's so much I, that they didn't include. Um, oh, fuck, what's the uh, band But as far name? as, like, if, this is what I always say, if you ever want to see, like, like, Scott Pilgrim is the best, like, spark-noted, 
like caught the essence of what the comic series was in a like in a single movie without having to do a whole series. That's actually a good point. I just I always loved uh, the scene where they first show uh, Scott and Wells's apartment, and mm-hmm. it's uh, and it's and it does the uh, Wells 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 Scott Wells Wells Wells, and it's literally directly from. Oh yeah, no, there are tons of moments that are directly taken from the pages, and that's what I love. Yeah. But I mean, they couldn't fit all of the story beats into the movie it would have had to have been like four movies an entire story arc where it turns out the lead singer's actually been gay the entire time right and like yeah that's clearly not explored because there just wasn't time right um this game this game's really dumb the other thing what was it um I, I still Scott Pilgrim has one of my favorite movie beats from like any like scene beats from any movie I've ever seen. And it's when Knives comes over and Scott's been waiting for that package. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, wait, the scene where he jumps out the window? Yes. That is easily one of the like God, that is so well done. I love like, uh, the he scene stepped out. <laughs> <laughs> throws the window, uh, throws the package in the uh, garbage can without looking. Yeah, and I mean the fact that they actually just filmed it like what was it like twenty eight times in a row until he actually got it. Mm-hmm. Great. Speaking of uh, scenes that were um, crazy to film, like that one's not like the craziest, um, but it's still awesome that they were able to get it like him actually doing it without having to do like a jump cut or something right? is, and I, I thought for the longest time, I was like, there's no way they did this for real. Is that scene in the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, when he catches Mary Jane with the train, like all practical effects. Uh, Absolutely. But I thought what you were going to mention was Mary Elizabeth Winstead doing, actually memorizing and getting all those T's in one take. Oh yeah, dude. I still. I mean, uh, that Tobey Maguire scene. It's to the point where I still don't understand how he was able to do. Uh, he did. True. Uh, I mean, like, still the fact that it, it like one piece didn't just knock the tray flying over because it hit at the wrong angle, you know? Right. Yeah. Can we talk about how fucking amazing Tobey Maguire was as Peter Parker and how disappointing he was as Spider-Man? Thank you. Oh, absolutely, which is something I've always said. He's our best Peter Parker. He's our worst Spider-Man. Like, that's the thing. I, I will say that I'm glad that Sony is improving on their casting because uh, Tobey Maguire, great Peter Parker. Andrew Garfield, great Spider-Man. Spider-Man Terrible yeah. Peter Parker. And exactly. uh, Tom Holland, perfect little angel. Yeah. Love him. I love um, Tom Holland so much. You know, that was also an issue I always uh, had with Batman. We always had a good Bruce Wayne or a good Batman, but we never had a good Batman and Bruce Wayne. Dis- I disagree. I, I think that like, I think Michael Keaton was a good was a good combination of the I two. I was gonna say I felt like Michael Keaton got the closest to the perfect balance. Yeah. Like for the, here's for the time. Well, here's yeah, my thing is is I. I related to Michael Keaton's Batman so much 
from that first scene where we get to see him interact with uh with Vicky Vale. Or was it Vicky Vale? Yeah. Who was it in the first one? And Vicky she's Vail. like she's like, Hey, uh who like the rich the shit that rich people buy and he's just like, I know, man, <laughs> like like it's crazy the kind of stuff that rich people buy. And, and then it's like, like Oh yeah, friend. by the way, I'm Bruce I'm by the way, I'm Bruce Bruce Wayne. Like yeah. that I think that's when I started gaslighting people. I really do. <laughs> oh, nice. So you you have you have Michael Keaton to thank for that, Brandon. Great. The I'm only so reason glad. I don't think that Keaton hit the perfect balance was that scene where he's in Vicky's apartment and he picks up the fire poker and starts like acting crazy at the Joker. It's like when I get nuts is so out of place. I don't know. I thought it worked for what he was going for. I know you what he was doing the pale moonlight. It's kind of like, huh? Couple of tango lessons here and there. I mean, I'd have, I'd have, I'd put Michael Keaton's wiener in my mouth. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying much. Weird, weird beat, but okay. I always remember the barbershop uh, when, where I was growing up, had the uh, cover of the Mad Magazine, where what's the redhead's name that was always on the cover? With the freckles. Yeah, I know who Mad Magazine cover is. Anyway, uh, it was him giving uh, Michael Keaton a haircut, and he cut his hair with the uh, like the bad ears. And I always thought that was just such a great cover. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta be honest, Mad Magazine was never nearly as good as Mad TV was. I gotta be honest, neither was really all that good. I I really enjoyed Mad TV. Like they had some pretty cool, they're pretty funny original characters, like. Mad TV just kind of tried to just pushed it too hard sometimes and was like like really overreaching, but I think the same can be. I not say that the writing wasn't good because when it was good, it was amazing. Um, I honestly, I just think people nitpick on Mad TV more than they do on SNL because SNL's just been going for so long that people just block out the stuff that didn't work. Yeah, and SNL like has like good runs, but we currently have decades of bad SNL, and I don't mean right now, and I don't mean like continuously. I mean like we have decades there's so many episodes that do you yeah. have like decades worth that just yeah that's what I'm saying yeah yeah I knew what you meant. I'm gonna be real here. I think the best run that SNL had was when like Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, and uh, and oh, all absolutely. of those guys were there. I think that they really hit the stride with that. Now, there are certain um, eras that are better than others, but also remember, like with those, we like you didn't like. Like, can you honestly say that you've watched like whole episodes of SNL from that era? No, absolutely there? not. Right, there was a lot of garbage that was mixed into it. But the thing is, it didn't matter because when the everything else was so good around it that it kind of made up for it, or at least their batting average was better. There right. are there are some Chris Farley bit. There's one um, that they tried where he was El Nino. Like, I fucking love that. That one was awful. Really? <laughs> oh, I loved that sketch. It's not funny. I just watched that sketch. I fucking loved it. I don't like it. My favorite story is going to be Sean Connery and uh, fucking oh, and Alex Trebek. 
back yet. Um, oh, well, we can't do that. They, I don't think they're going to be doing that anymore. Which is fair. Alex after he died. I read recently that evidently the Chippendales uh, skit really fucked with Farley bad. Like it sent him down a real bad hole. Yeah. Oh, Which is upsetting because it is one of the funniest fucking skits. The poking fun at his weight thing. But yeah. You know, like they like. I don't know. The, yeah, it was it, the premise. Of it, it was. was I mean, was think great. of all the time. Like the thing is, so Farley was the type of person that would some like commit, but overcommit, and it made True. him so good. But at the same time, like he still dealt with his own issues and stuff. He still had like body image issues of himself, and right. to and do I- to do what he. Because, I mean, Mark, think about, like, all the crazy shit that you've done, and you really, like, you know, you really commit to what any bit that you're doing and stuff, and you you have a lot of, like, Farley-esque, like, I took a lot of inspiration from him. Yeah, absolutely. uh, What we like to call the Farley quotient? (laughs) Yeah. But at the same time... You still have like your like I really would prefer not to do that because I don't like you know it's like every once in a while something won't sit well with you yeah and like very much in the sense of like I can't think of any time you're like I'm just gonna do something shirtless and I'm just gonna you know other than the shirts off thing but even right. still you're like I'm not crazy about this but we were also like trying to re- do whatever we could to get money <laughs> right we were we were desperate which sounds for money really because... which sounds really uh dirty and concerning out of context yeah well <laughs> yeah take your shirt off prostitute <laughs> <adjacent>? okay Pro- <laughs> prostitute junction yeah <laughs> um yeah. but yeah no but... like and yeah i definitely get where chris farley's coming from like god i have like I have, like you said, I have my limits. I know, like when I cr- like when there's a thing that crosses my line, and like to deal with with especially with that where it's literally they're putting him up next to fucking Patrick Swayze. Like I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's fun, I also like read that he when he saw Beverly Hills Ninja, he cried because he thought it was so bad. And it's like I think it's one of my favorite, not one of my favorite movies, but. I enjoy it so thoroughly. It just makes me so sad that he hated it that much. Well, also, all right, so here's the thing about that movie, though. There's a reason why he didn't. There's a couple of reasons why he didn't like it. But the big reason was because he had lost so much weight and actually actually... did a lot of training and was taking care of him, reasonably taking care of himself. He wasn't, I don't think... He was, I mean, you know, um, he he was doing things. He was trying to set things right because it had him do. He wanted to do as much of the physical stuff as possible. And from what I read, he did a lot. He did, but the problem is, there there was a long gap, and then he went to do reshoots, and he oh. was not in that good of shape anymore. So there yeah, are makes- points in the movie where like, oh no, like, like you see different, like two different versions of Farley in that movie. And 
he that's one of the things that he noticed that he just was so upset about. Oh, that makes me sad, Pam. Yeah. I always hate it when it's like, oh man, it make, it brings me so much joy, but like it makes the person that's bringing me that joy so sad. No, I don't want that. Yeah. I want to be happy, pandas. Hey guys. If you just can't get enough of Sunrise with the Sleepy Boys, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SRSleepyBoys. Or you can check out our YouTube channel, Sunrise with the Sleepy Boys. You can also find us on Spotify, Radio Public, Anchor, Breaker Radio, and coming soon, Apple Podcasts.